Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back (laughs) to another episode of Once in a Lifetime. (laughs) I'm Anne. Crying. (laughs) I'm Anne. I'm Bridget. This week. (laughs) This week, we watched. My dog's Christmas miracle. <laughs> I can't stop laughing at the fact that you're about to cry. <laughs> Unless it's not funny. Are I realized okay? about two minutes in that my my choice for movie this week was not the correct one. This poster was very misleading. <laughs> yeah, it really was. <laughs> it really was. This was like a, it was like a Nick Jr. movie. I, I don't even know if it has a home anywhere. I don't know who it's for. (laughs) Will you describe the poster to the list? So the poster, we're in a living room. There's a bunch of torn up presents everywhere. (laughs) In front and center, we have the sassiest, bitchiest looking Maltese. Just looking over her shoulder at you (laughs) with a face that says did I piss in your eggnog I don't know I guess you'll find out in about two fucking minutes like she looks like a bitch she does so good and so I was ready for some stuff to go down all we really got was just cinnamon being a bitchy fucking dog but like, not even just sassy and like voiced also by Brenda Song. I thought that was the weirdest <laughs> choice. Do you know what I thought was the weirdest choice was how sometimes when the dogs were talking to each other, their mouths were moving like they would, you know, if people were talking. <laughs> but then other times when they were talking to each other, there was no mouth movement. <laughs> I, yeah, it was like almost as though they were trying to suggest that when humans aren't looking, dogs are speaking just like us. Yeah, yeah, dogs. But they also they're just have, like us. But then they also have the ability, though, to communicate just to communicate and telepathically. Like, and yeah, yeah. what's barking? The <laughs> they don't actually bark at each. Do they ever bark at each other in this movie? To like, I don't think so. Oh God. Anyways, guys. We're going to just really briefly go over this movie because I don't want to spend any more time than I have to like talking about it and reliving it. (laughs) I just also need to say it opens with like the credits open with the most obnoxious font I've ever seen. Terrible font for a movie. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it either. Curly like comic sans i don't know how not comic sans but it's like an awful font (laughs) with like another awful font combined it's really bad and not like a script Mm. either just like Like block letters swirls at the end so we meet madeline who's a professor of english at la university 
she seems kind of rude. They're at the airport. Her and this guy who I don't know, was he in like Revenge of the Nerds or something? He looks oh, like somebody. I don't know. I just called him Professor Sloppy and all in my notes because he's like the most disheveled man. Yeah, he really is. And then so they're at the counter talking about going to Denver. And then we meet this guy rolling up in a Jeep with his kid and a dog. So it's Kevin is the dad, Jordan is the son, and Toast is the dog. (laughs) And they're jumping out of the car being like, we got to get her. And then it just cuts to one month earlier. Oh, my God. This was only a month. A month. Jesus Christ. They're talking about like soulmates at the end of this. I known each other. unreasonable no wonder cinnamon's trying to keep this guy away from mommy so we're at kevin's house a month earlier the son (laughs) has a bearded dragon who can also talk uh Um, has a very offensive accent yeah he does he really fucking does jesus uh dad comes home from a date it didn't go well the kid is like pissed that his dad's going on dates because his wife died five years ago and his son just doesn't want him to get over it ever. Yeah. Be miserable um, forever. Thanks. And then the scene changes and this song starts playing. <laughs> and I wish I would have recorded it, but it's like beep boop boop. Oh yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like a really low rent version of the Ferris oh, Bueller yeah. song. <laughs> And they kept playing it. Like it, it played a few times. <laughs> oh yeah. I do want to say the music in this movie was, <laughs> it was really weird. was like the thing that was keeping me going because it was so fucking ridiculous that I was like, what is going on with this this score? <laughs> There's literally a scene in this movie where a man walks down the beach and like this insanely sappy song. <laughs> oh no, animals in a spit take. It's just like, what if I told you now that I love you? I don't know. It's like the worst. But it's the full song. (laughs) Yeah, they really got their money's worth. Oh my God. So then we cut to Madeline and she's leaving a date with this gross guy who's just awful. And then she goes inside and then we meet her daughter, Chloe, who is a total fucking bitch. Chloe looks like she's about 35. Yes. We find out she's 20, yet Uh they have a relationship like she's in high school still. Yeah, the mom is super controlling. Yeah. So I get why Chloe is a bitch to literally only her. (laughs) She's nice to everybody else. I found Madeline to be a horrible person. Yeah, Madeline was fucking awful. And so was Kevin. Do you know why? They all suck. Because they don't know how to fucking talk to each other. You're getting married and you're not able to tell this woman that, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I lost your fucking dog. And Madeline, you're not able to say, hey, who was that woman in your driveway? Yeah, we'll just never speak again. I, God, I I hated everything. (laughs) The thing about this movie is that it's supposed to be a love story, 
And we don't see two there's people no fall in love. There's, there's no, no chemistry. There's no chemistry. Yeah, there's no. Uh, it's just so there was more chemistry between Chloe and Jordan as like a brother-sister deal than there was between the two leads. There was more chemistry between Aunt Dora and the fucking bearded dragon. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <gasps> uh, so then we just see like the string of bad dates that they're both going on, just ending like, oh man, another dud, huh? Yeah, it is another fucking dud because you're both stupid people. You are awful. <sighs> so where are we? I don't even know. String of bad dates. Um, oh, we're at Maddie's work where Madison's work, Ma- Madeline, where she's Again, a college professor at a major university. She's allowed to take her dog to work and have the dog occupy a chair for the students. This is the majority of the reason I don't like her is that she's the type of woman who takes this dog everywhere with her and feels that she can just intrude on everyone else have other people to like she has them hand her her dog at the end of the lecture like what the fuck this is the airport and she puts the dog on the counter and the lady's like the fuck are you doing (laughs) she just seems like a real for lack of a better term karen yeah she is so she goes outside with cinnamon after class cinnamon because she just apparently is never restrained ever she Mm -mm. just Maybe invest in a fucking harness, Mads. Like, well, she puts her on a leash, but then she's like, oh, we're near grass. So I'm going to take my dog off the leash and just let it run around. Roam around. And then Cinnamon just goes crazy, goes up to this group of businessmen who are standing around, grabs papers out of the one's hands and just rips them to pieces. (laughs) Like, please control your dog. So this guy is Kevin, who we met in the Jeep in the beginning, and he is a architect who is in charge of the campus renovations and cinnamon has just destroyed all of the blueprints. But don't worry, he has copies. I fucking hope so. Yeah, guy. (laughs) Like there are computers. (laughs) Hopefully you have this shit saved. Like, oh, um, we cut back to her class and. She's an English professor. Mm-hmm. None of the students know uh, Mark Twain's real name. I find that incredibly unbelievable. That yes. One fucking know-it-all in that class is not going to be like, oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Well, yeah. someone did finally answer, but it literally takes three full minutes. It's so bad. And then, I don't know, there's dogs talking to each other. Their mouths are moving. There's one part, I did think this line was funny. Like, Chloe comes down into the kitchen for breakfast and the dog is barking at her. And Chloe's like, pipe down, it's me. (laughs) And (laughs) goes, yeah, I know it's you. (laughs) I'm a fucking dog. I realize that. (laughs) Like, I smell you. I see you. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Uh, I really liked Kevin's pool and hot tub uh, his situation. His infinity pool? 
Yeah, like that infinity hot tub that just like caressed the edge of this gigantic mountain in fucking California. I'm so said, jealous. It's awesome. Well, they have another run in together at the university. We find out his wife is dead and they're going to go on a date. Huzzah. <clears throat> uh, meanwhile, the dog and the kid go running off together. And Cinnamon is like, all right, I'm going to make everything hell for this kid because I don't like his dad <laughs> inching in on my mom. Yeah. So I'm going to make him chase me into a chemistry lab and then all these chemicals are going to fall on me and nothing's going to happen. It's literally just like colored chemicals. Why couldn't they do something funny? Like make her like poof out or something like that. That would have been funny. Yes. <laughs> but it literally just looks like they never confirm if they are chemicals. Cause I'll tell you what sure looks like somebody squeezed a strip of paint. <laughs> Oh, that's it. Like a like they had a squirt bottle, and we're just like yeah, red, blue, yellow, green. All right, cinnamon. There you go. I don't know if chemicals are like ketchup consistency. They are. Have you ever (laughs) been in a chemistry class? They're all ketchup consistency. (laughs) Oh, (sighs) fuck me. They go on a date, and her her daughter shows up with her boyfriend, right? Yeah, Fabrice Fabrice. <laughs> His name is Fabrice. And I immediately thought of the Nick Curl character. <laughs> My stupid is <laughs> Oh, guys, look it up. Oh, my God. Um, So she sees Chloe outside the door and is like, oh, my God. And Kevin sees her looking and he goes, Oh, who are you looking at? That sex kitten over there? And she's like, yeah, my daughter. First off, well, I guess only off. What? <laughs> <laughs> if you're on a date, like, that's like the first thing he said. Like, when they stand uh, yeah. down. No. That's a weird thing to say. Yeah, on I a really date. like this woman. I'm going to make a gross remark about a very young woman. <laughs> immediately upon her sitting down at the table right so chloe comes in with her stupid douchebag boyfriend who has a french accent but oh ho we find out he's not french at all and he's from like the bronx great i hated this why would anyone ever do that (sighs) this whole scene pissed me off and then so like madeline called him out on it He's like getting all in Madeline's face. Is that her yes. name? Yes. Yeah. And he's like getting in her face. He's like, what are you going to do about it? And then Kevin busted and he's like, what are you going to do about it? Like, it was just so fucking stupid. This and it didn't st- get us anywhere in the no. story. It no. did nothing. No, nothing. It was so stupid. So at this point, we're about half an hour into the movie and I, my attention level was at like 8%. And I was like, this is about as high as I'm going to get for the rest of this movie. So my notes are not great. Um, <laughs> she's telling some story about like her dad scaring off an old boyfriend with a shotgun. And he's like, uh-huh. does, does your dad still have that shotgun? <laughs> like She should be like, my dad is dead. <laughs> I mean, he was dead. She did say he was he's been gone for 10 years, but I wish it would have been like <laughs> all of a sudden she got really pissed off about it. Such a weird thing too, because this is right before their first kiss. And they literally talk about how her dad threatened to 
shoot someone for dating her. And then they're like, ooh, that makes me horny. <laughs> and yeah, also, it's like, what? Like your dad still have that shotgun. Well, I mean, like, even if he was alive and did, we're like grown adults. So why, <laughs> why, why would you even say that? <laughs> Fuck. God, I hate this <laughs> so much. Um, uh, they start making out. Cinnamon oh doesn't like it. And then she just pisses <laughs> on him. Just pisses all over him. And he is like so chill. He's so chill. And then they start dating. And Cinnamon is more pissed. And she is just like biting him and grabbing his pants and being a bitch all the time. He is so patient with her. Like if I was. It's crazy. If I was dating someone who had an animal that hated me, I would be like, you know what? I like you, but we can't hang out at your place or you can't bring your vicious, awful dog around me because clearly it doesn't like me. And they keep like she's just barking and barking and barking. And they're like, oh, cinnamon. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. She's has anyone ever been in a room with a dog who won't stop barking? She is a horrible dog owner. Like she's a horrible dog owner. Your dog is not trained. She's like tisk tisk, knock it off. Cinnamon. Does she even say that? She's always just like, I don't know what's gotten into her. She's never like this. Well, fucking do something about it then. <laughs> God damn, Jesus. So Kevin has a big dinner for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I really oh, fucking boy. hated this movie. <laughs> So I can't much. stop laughing because it's just so fucking dumb and I hate it. So Kevin has a big family dinner for everybody to meet. And then his son, as soon as Madeline and Chloe walk in the door, his <laughs> eight-year-old son, he's like 13. 10, whatever, <laughs> says to 20-year-old Chloe, oh, I looked you up online. I saw pictures of you in a bikini. She's not like, what's that, you little perv? She's like, show them to me. Don't let my mom see. And then I show the picture and she's like, don't say a word to my mom. It's just a picture of her on the beach in a very decent bikini. She's wearing like like more revealing clothes during the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. Her tits are hanging out way more. They are so high. (laughs) How did they get them so high up there? I don't know. You like, if I had a, I mean, look at how. (laughs) (laughs) No one can see what I just saw. I'm just using her own. What if I walked around like that? Please. Knocking yourself out. You like yeah, drop I, something, you go to could, look down and you just <laughs> you're concussed myself. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, no. Cinnamon bites Aunt Dora's on, Aunt Dora on the finger. Like she's like, oh, ha. put this no. dog down. <laughs> she's a menace of the neighborhood the third act is just them being like well we tried to get her to not stop and now we have no choice <laughs> now jordan introduces chloe to the lizard the bearded dragon mm-hmm. and she says 
he's like, oh, you're not scared, are you? Or something. And she's like, oh, I'm not scared of anything that can be turned into shoes. You're not scared of alligators. I'm <laughs> no. fucking scared of alligators. Are you scared of giant snakes that can crush you? I'm scared of those. Like, there's lots of big animals you can make clothing out of that you should be scared of. And is anyone turning lizards into shoes? I feel like is that, that would a take thing? a lot of lizards. <laughs> oh, no. All bearded dragons are pretty substantial size. So maybe we don't, uh, maybe true. for like a pair of pumps, it would only take like two, two per two, oh, no. four total. Oh, God. There's a bully situation with Oh, Jordan. you mean O'Doyle? That's what I call that. That's who he I- looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked up his filmography because I swear to God, he's the kid. Although I guess maybe timing wise wouldn't right wouldn't be right. I swear he was the kid from Best in Show. Uh, the oh my God. <laughs> he looked exactly like him. And I looked up his filmography. He's not on there, but maybe if you look on, I don't know. It. I was like, that's. I know that that ginger redhead face. Yes. Oh, but anyway, so <laughs> his name is Sam. He's about four hundred years old. Like <laughs> he looks. So much older than he looks like he's 25 <laughs> these kids look like they're 10 he's a total <laughs> asshole yeah and he gets even worse later yeah like abuser serial killers yeah um so he's just a dick there's a girl that jordan likes who's like you don't have what is um emotional fortitude Intest- or intestinal fortitude fortitude something like that i hated it so anyways jordan stands up to the bully um he's like get out of here Ah." so whatever the bully wait did you already talk about how chloe pretends to be his girlfriend because that's weird no yeah you're right that is weird why would anyone believe that (laughs) (laughs) girl you're 20 you're 20 (laughs) That's why she had to put her hair in pink tips. Oh <laughs> I hate everything about this. I want to jump out of the window. So Malin has a run in with her ex-husband and his current girlfriend, who is very young. And I'm really sorry to say <sighs> this. A real butterface. Yeah. <laughs> she looks I'm like she's so been around the block sorry. a time or a few. A time or a few. <laughs> Uh oh. Well, it wasn't. I am. This movie did bring. I said, we, we are both broken. Fritzing out. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. How much money did they spend making this movie? Can you look it up? Like, will it tell you how much it is there? Does the website tell you how much a movie spends? Does a website? (laughs) (laughs) Which one? ever IMDb, okay. i don't know so she has this run-in with her ex and his girlfriend and it comes out that the girlfriend thought that his ex-wife was actually his daughter like ew gross what and he continued with this thought like did he tell her that chloe was his ex-wife i feel like he did that's so fucking gross it's a really strange choice. That's really fucking gross. God, these people are all monsters. 
They're really well, terrible. He, I guess, was supposed to watch her dog, but now that she blew up his relationship, he's not going to watch Cinnamon anymore. So she busts into Kevin's work. Remember, this has been maybe a week since they've, mm-hmm. we'll say two. Let's be generous. Two weeks since they've met. Since yeah. they've met. <laughs> she busts into his work during a meeting. Mm-hmm. just busts in and goes am I intruding yes we're <laughs> in a fucking business meeting at my place of work I'm an architect yes you're intruding I, I like nobody in this movie cares about anything so the guy that's clearly like having a meeting with Kevin yeah the goes, client the client thank you for knowing <laughs> Knowing that that's special word. You're welcome. Um, he says, how long have you been in business? And Kevin's response is, not long enough. Not long enough, I guess. Ooh. What? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So she's like, hey, uh, can you watch my dog while I have to go to this stupid business seminar? And he's like, yeah, of course. Well, uh, just you know, cinnamon is cinnamon. She's gonna cinnamon, <laughs> and she's cinnamon gonna cinnamon. She's you know stupid and bad. Runs away, just takes off. <laughs> Tries to run back home. I think she's trying to run back home. Um, and she's almost she's almost there. She's almost back to her house, and then dun dun dun, runs into Sam the bully and his big stupid dog, who is just called Dog through this point yeah because sam couldn't be bothered to name him yeah so sam steals her takes her takes cinnamon traps her in a shed ties her up says i'm double tying the knot i don't even know if i am (laughs) it's a double knot bruh it's not that hard it's not that hard Hard. He also threatens to murder Cinnamon and cut her eyes out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he does do that. Jesus I forgot Christ. That, right? <laughs> yeah. So Madeline calls Kevin and is like, how's Cinnamon? And he's like, totally fine. Everything's great. Your dog is not lost a thousand percent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, at one point, maybe this is the second time she calls. He leans down to the ground and is like actually like acting out that he's talking to cinnamon he's like oh she's so cute cute." what this is what you're doing instead of just telling her the truth i know it's crazy wouldn't you want to be like oh my god i lost her does she have a microchip though like anything fucking fuck so oh i say lies his face off like a typical man in giant giant letters so she's cinnamon's trapped in the shed toast frees her because she says oh his name is toast Uh, we find out later on his name is toast i'm just gonna call him (laughs) toast because i like it better than dog i think toast is a funny name so she's like toast hey hey if you free me from this uncomplicated rope i will let you come live with me in beverly hills if i told you about beverly hills i will say it eight thousand times i live in beverly hills 
So Toast is like, fuck yeah, I'm going to free you because I want to come live in Beverly Hills with you and I love you. And oh, we're meant to be. What? What? Okay. Yeah, Dogs falling dog in love. A love story. I, like I don't it. know. Maybe that's the love story they were talking about. Oh, maybe the dog story. Maybe the dog love story is the love story and not the human love story. There we go. Because there was more chemistry between the dogs. Um, <laughs> so they run away. Kevin and Jordan find them, but then they run away again because they're running to Madeline's house. Madeline comes home early, calls Kevin and is being very pushy about wanting to come over. Mm-hmm. Respect boundaries, please. If someone is like, eh, no, thank you. OK, respect it. Respect it. <laughs> and now we meet Stephanie, who is his sister, Kevin's sister, who just shows up out of the blue with like no mention of her ever. They did mention at the beginning. They, oh, yeah. There's just literal exposition. Your sister called. She's coming. That's <laughs> like basically the gist of it. This woman had so much. I don't know if it's plastic surgery or fillers or what. Yeah, her cheeks were crazy. It was a little scary to look at. So Stephanie's there um, at Kevin's house. Cinnamon and Toast get led inside by Chloe at Madeline's house while this is going on. And then Madeline calls Chloe and Chloe's like, oh, yeah, the dogs are here. And man's like, well, what the fuck? Kevin said they were there. So she drives Mm -hmm. to Kevin's house, sees Kevin hugging his sister in the driveway. And instead of just saying, hey, who's like he sees her pull up and is like, oh, yay, she's here. Like, yeah, it starts waving over the shoulder. Like, if you were fucking having an affair with a woman, you wouldn't be like, oh, hey, yeah, like, uh. right. Anyways, so she just peels out of the driveway. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> fuck you. And then just doesn't talk to him ever again. Like, no, he keeps calling her and calling her and leaving these voicemails that I believe were improv because every other thing he said was, come on. Man. <laughs> improved improvised he like goes to her house a couple times and she's just standing at the door holding cinnamon like it's so crazy it's so fucking stupid um what happens i don't i don't know communicate with each other they're all sad and broken up it's like they're just not talking to each other at all this is when kevin goes for his walk on the beach with that it's like a depression medicine commercial this entire part of the movie like Mm -hmm. they're just really sad and you you guys they're just really sad when they're not together um kevin and jordan get to keep toast because it was a stray dog apparently but like so this to me suggests how did madeline know they wanted that dog <laughs> that's what i want to know i don't know like... maybe he left a voicemail about it <laughs> i don't know but chloe <laughs> drives over with toast and is like take this fucking dog oh by the way my mom is going to be at the airport she's going away for the holidays with professor sloppy here's her- <laughs> here's her flight number and everything <laughs> So they like bust over to the airport. I also have to ask, you were just in an airport recently. Mm-hmm. Do they just allow dogs to walk around? They don't. Um, <laughs> like you have to be on a leash. 
you wouldn't the dog the dog (laughs) and they also don't line up for security right inside the entrance to the airport which is what happens in this movie and then they seemingly only are showing the guy checking their light their driver's license is what it looks like it's not a ticket it's a driver's license so that guy I guess this was supposed to be like a real Easter egg or <laughs> fun treat is that the, the security guy is from the Sopranos. I figured he, he had he to says, be. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Sloppy goes, uh, my picture's a little old, but I assure you it's me. And the guy from the Sopranos goes, what are you, a wise guy? And that was the treat of the film for all of us. Hope you can sleep at night. Uh <laughs> So, I don't know. He's not letting Kevin and Jordan through because it's an airport of <laughs> 2001. You can't just waltz into the airport and be like, I need to get to a gate right now, even though I have <laughs> no ticket. Because there's a lady I love there. She's going to Denver with this gross guy. Oh, and also, when they were at the fucking counter, Professor Sloppy and Madeline, it the ticket agent said something like, oh, cute couple going away for a romantic weekend in Denver mm-hmm. or whatever. And she's like, we're not a couple. And he's like, what does he say? He's like, oh, yeah, she's convinced men and women can't be friends. And I've proved her right. Like, <laughs> why would you say that to a lady who's just trying to do her fucking job and get your asses through the door? What did that mean, though? Because. That is exactly what he said. She believes that men and women can't just be friends, and I've proved her right, which would suggest that they are fucking. Maybe I've proved her wrong. Maybe he said I proved her wrong. I don't know. Because in the beginning of the movie, when they were going to go to that fucking seminar, he was like, you want to share a suite? Uh, Excuse me? We are are business colleagues. She was like, we can talk about sharing a car to the airport. So Kevin's like arguing with the security guard. The security guard is like, buddy, you better slow your roll or I am going to get real super serial right now. And then Toast, the dog, escapes from the car, runs through the airport trying to find Cinnamon. And then the little boy starts doing his whistle because he knows that Cinnamon will hear his whistle. Starts yelling for Cinnamon. Cinnamon, because again, she's unleashed and just wild and free <laughs> runs through the airport as well. And everybody meets together and blah, 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 blah. And that's all happy ending. Blah, blah, blah. They get it's everything they say to each other is so boring. I hated everything about this movie. I hated and it. And then I just have one more question because at the end, there's like a big Christmas party and he proposes. Um, was that that holiday or did I miss like a one year later thing on the screen? I assumed it was a year later because it was Christmas during this whole time. Right. right. It had to have been it. It had it had to have been a year later. I'm not sure it was. Oh my god, these people are fucking insane. Which is insane. Chloe already has a new boyfriend that she's like pawing at his face. It yeah. grossed me out. And he proposes. I yeah. hope it was a year later. I hope it was a year later, but it probably also, wasn't. we find out that 
I know you want to be done talking about this, but I do. I do. <laughs> the last attempt at a joke in this movie is that Cinnamon's like, and I got a great boyfriend. And Toast is like, <laughs> and then cut to credits. <laughs> like, who is that joke for? I don't know who this entire movie, I don't know what any part of this movie, I don't know who it was for. Pick any scene, I don't know who it was for. Put it all together. I don't know who it was for. I genuinely um, forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I genuinely think this is the first time in my life I've watched a movie with a, an animal in it and I didn't cry. Oh, I, I wanted to cry when it was done. I wasted just like, an hour and a half of my life watching it. Just in Homeward Bound, just watching. It's emotional. And- it's very yeah. emotional. And in this, it's like, I don't care about this dog. She's rude. She shouldn't have run away. <laughs> yeah, you're causing your own problems. <laughs> also, so I watched an hour of this last night and I was like, I cannot continue on with this. I mean, you and know. I finished it. I finished it today, but I was like, cool, I'm done with the work. And then I did every chore I could think of until I finally was like, well, the only chore left is and boy, oh boy, it was a chore. You know how much I love hitting the pause button to see how much time is left during these bad ones. Oh, my God. I think I I hit it probably 200,000 times. Like, it's like, when is it going to end? It was just so bland. Yeah, it was so bad. It was so, so bad. So anyways, hi, Bridget. How are you? I am feeling good. How was your trip? Oh, uh, last week I was in Washington, D.C. And it was fun. It was for work, but I got to go to a museum. I went on a night tour. You met a friend. (gasps) I met a friend. Anna. It was very exciting. Hi, Anna. She listens, right? Hi. Anna. I think so. Yeah. Hi. Well, good. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Um, I picked up a whole bunch of pre-made stuff at the store today. Nice. <laughs> and tomorrow I'm gonna reheat it. Yes. Good. We're going to Danny's making- mom's, so I'm not oh, making. We gotta do nothing. Shit. Nope. We got a free pie today from our real estate agent. So I'm going to take a pie and that's my Thanksgiving offering. I'm making homemade mashed potatoes and gravy. And Mm. Borson was on sale at Costco. Borson? I'm going to put Borson in my (laughs) mashed potatoes. Oh, that's going to be good. Mm -hmm. I'll get a flight and I'll be there. What time are you eating? (laughs) Can you imagine if I just like bought a plane ticket tonight oh, and so showed exciting. up on your door? I mean, what a waste of money because Bridges, I said, said I'd be here. <laughs> I told you I was coming. Why didn't you believe me? Oh my God. So I'm not, I don't want to like get super in detail about it but i do just kind of want to mention about this fucking insane thing that happened that i told you about in our neighborhood oh yeah last week um you guys know i like true crime i mean maybe you don't know that because maybe i don't talk about it a ton on here but i love true crime but like something very truly terrifying happened here last week 
there was like a there was a kidnapping of so scary a girl who goes to my daughter's school who I know and it was like absolutely terrifying and horrifying and it's been like super insane to process what I what's going on imagine yeah it's bonkers it's just really sad and like awful and like it really churned up a lot of fucking like bad feelings within me and like I know within our entire community it was like a shocking shocking thing to happen because it was like in the middle of the day in broad daylight like it was just so crazy it's like I don't know bonkers shit bonkers that's shit. really scary I do just want to let everyone know that she is okay she oh yeah she's okay they found she's, her and yeah. she's back with her family and like but my God. her fucking family is amazing like I love them so much and like our we have such a good strong like community that mm-hmm. is just like oh rally time to rally like so that's good but it's just been so fucking crazy like you it's honestly to have that happen so close I, to home like literally down the road mm-hmm. down the road and it was a couple a couple and it's like that is so fucked up that's, that's so fucked up so it's just been really crazy dealing with that and then like this all happened around the same time that the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict mm. was announced. And like, it's just like a really heavy fucking week last week. Yeah. Uh, it's better this week. It's definitely better this week. But like, whoo, man, it was it was like a big emo- emotional tornado, like everywhere, yeah. you know, oh, like yeah. inside me, inside here, like city inside the United States. It was just like, yeah fuck are we gonna are are we sinking back into this shit again like where it's just bad unbearable yeah bad but I don't know hopefully not hopefully not the verdict today was good and promising and yes agreed I am kind of getting life from reading all of these reports about like the organized looting that's (laughs) with all these luxury stores I don't agree with it but a little bit. Am I gonna lie and say I don't get a little thrill of like eh, eat the rich? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Some Schadenfreude. Is that what yeah. that's called? What's that uh, word? Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know. There's a lot bigger things to worry about than Louis Vuitton being like stripped of a hundred thousand dollars of merchandise. He's you know, fine. He's fine. Yeah, the Vuitton Fortune will be fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, I don't know what other fun stuff is going on. Oh. I well something kind of fun is reading and I was gonna say if anybody needs to have a real good cry to read the book it ends with us by Colleen Hoover I read it on the plane sitting next to my boss oh and I just wept (laughs) oh it is okay so I just saw it on like the pages I follow on Instagram and I knew it was like contemporary romance. So I'm expecting this very sweet, easy to read. Yeah. Thing. No, I just start reading it, knowing nothing about it. And it is that, but it is also such a powerful examination of a woman inside a, 
an abusive relationship <gasps> with a man that she like deeply loves and <gasps> and it really shows like a lot of his stuff but he I mean he's obviously not like made to be a good guy but so I read the book it's absolutely beautiful I cried so 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 much I never read the author's note and I read the author's note wow. and I absolutely lost my shit because she's like this is based on my mom oh and I was like <laughs> you I mean it truly is it starts off so sweet I'm gonna start crying and it is just one of the most beautiful books I've ever read and felt like such a powerful thing for women who've been in relationships like that because they're always the ones that get judged yeah like, well, why yes. didn't you leave all that right. stuff and I feel like this gives us such a good insight I don't know. I feel like everyone should. Read oh, it, my God. I want to read it. It's so good. And I can already think of like three people that I'm going to be like, hey, you should read this. <gasps> nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good. So good. It's so good to read a book that like kind of changes you like yes. that a little bit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. gives you a different insight or perspective on a situation. You kind of. I don't know. It's I just have so much sympathy for like fucking women who are stuck in it. It's I know it sucks. And there's a lot of different ways that you can be being mm-hmm. abused and mistreated. And like it is fucking hard to get out of it. And people do judge people. The people who shouldn't judge you the most sometimes are the ones that will oh, judge absolutely. you the worst and the hardest. Like I kind of had to deal with that when, uh, you know, when I got divorced and like I thought I would have support in certain people that should have been supporting me and uh, wasn't there because they're, you know, there's generational cycles mm-hmm. of uh, trauma and abuse that go on. And it's like. I don't know. It's hard to break it, but goddamn, when you do, you it's like literally you feel like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so I don't know. It's it's so powerful to like not make the same mistakes and to know you're not making the same mistakes. And I know I'm making fucking different mistakes and new sure. mistakes that will fuck my kids up in ways I wasn't. But like, guess what? I'll be able to deal with that because. I can communicate because that's one of the that's one of the things I broke was like, yeah, not talking, no communication. And I think we've talked about this before. You're really good at like hearing things from, that other people have to say that yeah. doesn't make any sense or mean anything. But like, you know, you don't get offended when someone's like, you did this and it made me feel this way. You're not like, well, that's not what I meant. Well, yeah, because I'm a caring person and I don't want people to feel bad by stuff that I did. Like, that sucks. You know, and nothing feels know. worse than you saying you did this to me and someone being like, no, I didn't. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I did. So sorry. I'm so Just sorry. All you have to say. That's, I know. I know I'm telling gaslighting is a fucking thing. And I, I, I do feel that that term is thrown around yes. a lot and improperly used, but like, it's a thing and oh, yeah. it fucking sucks to like have it happen to you and mm-hmm. 
understand that it's happening to you. Like it is, it's awful. It's awful to have that happen. Like it, it messes with your whole perception of yourself. Yeah, it does. It does. And it can like, it can change how you think about yourself mm-hmm. and how you feel. And like, hmm, no man's going to do this fucking me. <laughs> nope. No. Well, Bridget, let's end on a let's end on a good note. Sure. What are you thankful for this year? And I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for Andrew and my mom and books and kittens and blankets. <laughs> I'm thankful for you. And I'm thankful for Danny. Thankful for my children and vaccinations. They're yes. both vaccinated. Yay! Not Tommy's not fully yet, but we're on our way. Oh, man, so so that is such a relief. Um, I'm just thankful for like, well, I'm thankful for this podcast and <laughs> the three people who listen to it. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Obviously kittens. And I'm just thankful, like personally for myself, I started this year in a really bad place. Uh, like I started this year with fucking sh- shingles from stress and like not talking to my mom and it was just bad news bears and I feel like right now I have worked through so much shit this year like I feel like I am my most evolved self yet and it's just awesome I feel really good and healthy mentally and physically and like I'm just very thankful that I had such a good support system to help me help me uh get through my shit (laughs) because without I mean honestly without my friends and Danny and it's like I don't know I don't think I'd be I don't think I'd be feeling so good right now no yeah I don't know just makes such a big difference to have like honest good people around you like true good people like it you did a lot of hard work too well yeah friend i did we all i think we all did this fucking pandemic has really thrown a thrown a wrench in things for a lot of people but i don't know i also think it's been a way for people to kind of like reprioritize their lives and what they think is important and what they value and like i don't know i don't want to say it's been a good thing because a global pandemic (laughs) is never never good but I think maybe something good can come out. You're able, yeah, we're able to like find some kind of silver lining and things. So, yeah, oh, I love you, Bridget. I love and my you buds. Too, <laughs> we love you, our dear listeners. Yes, dear <laughs> listeners. Well, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, everybody, and be thankful and love your loved ones. But as long as you're immunized and. Mm-hmm. you know, all vaccinated. And, and as long as they deserve your love. Yeah, that's it's true. Okay if you don't love them. Yeah. You don't need to give your good stuff to people who don't deserve it. Yeah. All right. That's our closing message. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye.